0: This is the Farmington Feed, bringing you information from the City of Farmington.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Farmington Feed. I'm very excited to have Farmington resident, Anna Rubin, join me today. Anna is a teacher in Northfield and lives in Farmington with her husband, John, two kids, and her parents. Yes, you heard that right. They have two families living in one house. But before we get into that, we're going to learn about Anna and how her situation came to be. Thank you for joining me, Anna. Hi, thanks for having me. So you mentioned that you and John are from Rochester and
0: moved to Farmington in 2016. So we originally moved to Farmington in 2016, and we had a smaller house um, down in South Farmington. So what made you want to move to Farmington in the first place? It just really worked with our commutes. I am a teacher down in Northfield, like you said, and he works up in Grove Heights, And then when we moved here, we just really started to love living here. Mm -hmm. And we knew Farmington was a great spot for us to be and to start raising our family. Can you tell us the story of how your family decided to all live together? Yes. So I will start. My parents were living in Rochester and we had had our first child, Layla. We had her in 2018. And... Then my parents were both retiring, so they thought, oh, why don't we move up to Farmington? And side note, I'm an only child, so they kind of wanted to move by me and my growing family. Mm -hmm. And so they did buy a townhome in Farmington and moved up here in April of 2019, and it was great, but our house was getting pretty small, so we were looking to move. And I remember one night we were at Carboni's when the Carboni's was here in town Mm -hmm. and my dad was kind of acting a little strange and he's asking my mom, should I ask her? Should I ask her? And she's like, no, no, Joe, just no.
1: Just leave it alone. Yeah. And
0: I'm (laughs) like, what? Ask me what? And he goes, would you ever consider communal living like we all buy a house together and we can live together and Mm -hmm. help each other out and all of that and I'm just like no no way like I don't (laughs) think that would be a good idea why did you think it wouldn't
1: be good right away
0: right away I just you know you have that initial you know nobody really does that Mm -hmm. in this country as much so you're very true yeah Yeah, you don't hear about it very often you don't hear about it and you know all of our friends are buying their first houses having children just like us on their own, and we've been on our own, and we're just, no, like, I'm not going to move back in with my parents. Like, (laughs) that initial, like, what? No. But then you kind of start thinking about it, and we're thinking, okay, we might want to have another child. We can't really do that in the house we're in now. It's too small. Mm -hmm. So we were just thinking about it a little more. And what happened for us was that. My husband's coworker was trying to sell his house, okay. and he said, "Come look at my house. It's too big for us. Come take a look." So then we did, and it was a nice upgrade from our previous home. And mm-hmm. we thought, "Wow, this is really nice." Had a nice um, main level, upper level with all the bedrooms we needed, and then a lower level with a nice bedroom and living area sure. down there. So that's kinda how it fell into place. And we thought, ooh, maybe we could do this and live with my parents. Very cool. Yeah. That
1: sounds so I mean, it sounds so fun too. I mean, yeah, it was exciting and
0: fun. Yeah. And I've just I've always got along really well with my parents, just me and them and growing up as an only child. It's it just worked
1: well for us yeah and what was your husband what was he thinking too at the time he
0: yeah he was like oh my gosh i don't know we really have to think about this but he also gets along well with my parents mm-hmm. and financially it just it worked out so we actually ended up buying a portion of the house and they bought the other portion we can move into a bigger house earlier than we would have been able to if mm-hmm. we were just on our own.
1: Yeah. And you said that you wanted the more space too. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Great. And it has a nice yard and just a really nice upgrade from our previous house.
1: Within this house, you know, whose space is whose? How does that work out?
0: Yeah. So, we've had to kind of navigate that. My parents have the whole lower level, it's a whole flight of stairs down. They have a coffee maker down there and a mini fridge and everything. But we do share the kitchen, which is on the main level. OK. And that's worked out pretty well for us. My mom, you know, she makes us breakfast sometimes. like, nice. And it just works out really well. And we yeah. share the meals, you know, and we kind of sure. plan stuff out sometimes, you know. Oh, my mom's going to make a roast tonight, or, and then we'll take dinner the next night and make it for everybody. So it just really shares the responsibility that way, too, which is definitely not as stressful. Right. On such helps. a young family, I mean, mm-hmm. trying to
1: navigate having, you said you had a one year old and a three year old.
0: Yes. So, yeah. so we ended up having a second child. Yeah. Yep. And so having a baby with extra support, extra help right. is huge.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. It's great. So you said that your parents retired and they don't work at all these days? Correct. Yes. They're both retired. Okay. So one of my biggest questions that I want to ask you is how do you have that much garage space?
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do they each have their own vehicles? Or how does that work? My parents actually just have one car. Okay. And we have two and we have a three car garage. So it works out just fine. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. It seems like you all moved in together
1: in 2020, right in the midst of the pandemic. Correct. Did that affect you
0: all on the decisions that you were making at the time? It did because, well, we wanted to do it safely, but we also thought, you know, once we're all moved in together, we will be in the same household. And we did stay safe and we did everything in a very safe way during that pandemic time. Yep. Like quarantining together. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. And it was advantageous to
1: just all be together. And I'm sure it was not as lonely too, right? Yeah. Some- and it's
0: nice too when my husband, he has to travel for work sometimes and I have sure. my parents there and it's not just me with our two little kids. It's nice to have those adult conversations Definitely. and the help, you know. So yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you think the impact on your kiddos has been?
0: It's been really cool. It's been awesome to see them interacting, and my parents get to see them essentially grow up and see them every day, and my daughter Layla calls my dad Bumpa, and my mom Ema for Grandma, I don't know, (laughs) and it's just, yeah, it's awesome, and then my dad also will hold the baby, Alec, my son, a lot and get him to sleep, and he's like the baby whisperer of the house. (laughs) For his naps. It's awesome. (laughs) That's amazing. According to information from the Met Council
1: and Census Bureau, there are nearly 24,000 people who live in Farmington. 33% are households in Farmington with married families with children. Farmington has been known as one of the youngest cities in Dakota County demographically. So what advice do you have for families who might want to take the leap into intergenerational living? Or maybe those who don't have a choice someday.
0: Yes, I would say you need to make sure that it's going to work and that your spouse is on board with that move. Just do what's best for your family. I also think you know there's kind of a stigma with it. And at first, I did feel a little embarrassed. But my advice is to not feel embarrassed. There's a lot of great benefits of our living situation. And I really love it it seems like it yeah
1: that's great well I'm really happy for you guys thanks and thank you so much for coming in and talking about your your story and how you got to Farmington yes thank you so
0: much for having me
1: thank you so much to Anna for coming on to the Farmington feed podcast and talking about her unique living situation If you are a resident who would like to talk about anything on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me with your idea at communications at farmingtonmn.gov. I'm going to wrap up this podcast by talking about a few upcoming events. I'm going to start by talking about the Halloween Havoc Tour. So if you remember the holiday lights tour last year, we're doing a Halloween themed tour. By popular request, the Parks and Rec is creating a tour of houses with awesome Halloween displays. Showcase your spookiest lawn and house decorations. Residents can sign up their house for the tour starting Monday, September 12th. The deadline to sign up is October 9th. Houses must have their decorations ready for the tour by October 17th. The Rambling River Center's 40th anniversary celebration is coming up on September 22nd. Tickets will be on sale until September 14th. So if you are interested in joining the celebration, there's going to be a time capsule, ceremonial bench and tree dedication, pumpkin decorating contest, and a photo booth. So make sure to get your ticket. There's gonna be food and stuff too, so come on out and celebrate. And then one other thing that I wanted to mention was the Farmington Liquors anniversary celebration. This is going to be at the new location, downtown at 923 8th Street. There's going to be a car show, a wine tasting, food trucks. There's going to be a lot of fun and excitement going on. So come on out Thursday, September 15th from 6 to 8 p.m. right outside of the store. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Farmington Feed. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and we'll see you next time.